0: hey everyone uh welcome back to another bonus episode um we're doing yet another well i say yet another it's our second world building episode um i'm joined for this one by amy who you'll all hopefully recognize from our currently running call of cthulhu storyline how's it going
1: good hi guys
0: (laughs) amy uh, and i today uh and well actually for those who haven't maybe didn't hear the uh, our first world building episode we are going to be doing some i don't know would you call this writing sort of imagineering
1: <laughs> no world building's fine um because we're this is the world that you've this is a map that, in a world that you've created yeah and yeah. started to create and we're just taking a little bit of it and filling it in yeah giving it some muscle and
0: we're basically taking the uh, the D and D world that we put on our D and D episodes. We play in a, a custom uh, custom homebrew world called Valana. Uh, those who tuned in last time to our world building one will uh, remember that Eden and I gave a sort of overview of the whole place and sort of came up with a few details about you know, some of the larger towns that mostly the <laughs> the characters in our D and D episodes haven't been to yet. And we're, we're kind of sticking with the whole sort of doing. Some coming up with some details for a place that the characters haven't been to today, aren't we? Um, we're actually going to be looking today at a dwarven town, which was mentioned briefly uh, earlier on in the run. Uh, when would that have been? No, it was at the start of the last story arc, I think. I think I um, it. Yeah, I think it
1: was. Yeah. I think it was in episode one of the your of the second season.
0: Second, yeah. third? well, Either, either way. Pass- yeah, <laughs> the the that's our last story. <laughs> out. Um, the characters were were given a recommendation that if they were ever going north um, through the dwarven town of Shalefast to look in on a pub uh, owned by a human named Meg. Uh, this was by. Uh, a tiefling called osmond gave them this recommendation uh they probably turned around and walked the opposite direction but that was for story reasons that wasn't because it's you know nothing to do with the pub <laughs> um
1: <laughs> meg should hope not yeah
0: yeah uh well we could we should give a little bit of background then so both osmond and meg are characters that you and i played on uh curse of penance
1: yes on the lovely penance rpg
0: yeah and i had <laughs> because i'm incredibly uncreative dropped Osmond into the Pretending with Dice story as well and didn't even think of a timeline about it. And <laughs> <laughs> I had to in my head because I was like, no, it's the same character. I had to figure out continuity of like, okay, so when when is one of them set, when is one of them you know, which one came first? And I kinda settled on that the curse of penance stuff had happened before the Pretending with Dice stuff.
1: Yeah. Um but that-
0: yeah, so then when we were writing our like character like uh, epilogues and stuff, I had to come to you, and we, we'd ended the uh, spoilers. Okay, we should put a big spoiler thing on here for people who haven't heard Curse of Penance yet. Um, yes,
1: but if you haven't, go listen. Yes. And, and skip to so-and-so seconds.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> skip forward about, I don't know, 20 seconds. Um, the We kind of ended with... Uh, Osman, Meg, and uh, Lexa's character Rosie deciding to leave Barovia behind, and I had to come to you guys when we were doing the epilogue. be like, "Look, I've kind of already got this character showing up in somewhere. Do you mind coming with him?" <laughs> sort of thing.
1: Actually, I was very grateful to you because I was like, "I have no idea what Meg would do after she." escaped the clutches of barovia
0: yeah no
1: idea well, well, we should just be happy to be alive we'd
0: already talked about our characters starting a band but like i'd already yes. yeah <laughs> um so our, our characters kind of left the uh left barovia behind them and I, i'd written out this sort of uh, again again for listeners we are refer- I mean, we're going to be referring to um pages that we've got on our world anvil page um which I'll link again in descriptions and, and whatnot. I've I've written a character page for Osmond, and I think, I can't remember how, I'm just going to get out the page up on my screen now just to refer back to. Um, I'd written kind of like that he was part of an event, and I was kind of trying to sort of obscure it a little bit so i wasn't just like hey the, you know it wasn't like super obvious that we'd, we'd just played a curse of Stra campaign and i was like and this character was in it <laughs> sort of thing so i kind of put him down as being in an event called the uh, we were the prisoners trapped in a demi plane sort of thing so i didn't ever name it as barovia i was just like they were transported to a demi plane somewhere um and then we got I've got it in a timeline written that we came back about two years before um, before the D&D characters on pretending with dice ran into Osmond.
1: Okay. It gave
0: a little bit of a sort of a little bit of a sort of vague bit of leeway there to kind of uh, play with the events that we've come up with. I, I, it's, it's been a while i can't remember exactly how we said it but they played in a band for a while and then they all just decided to sort of go their own way didn't they or something like that
1: yeah i think we traveled north we traveled to like the spa area oh yeah
0: that, <laughs> yeah. You mentioned. that was where we came <laughs> in. We, yeah yeah that, that's... and then
1: we we formed the band and then traveled north mm. and then i think we all met in Shalefast and then we all kind of split after that. Yeah. And Meg remained in Shelfast. And Rosie
0: like... was going back to the army and Osman went yeah. off and did other stuff. Uh, the, the spa town, I, I w- that's going to be the subject of a, one of these episodes at some point, because I've got some fun <laughs> ideas for that. It's kind of in the area of like, it's, it's sort of over the other side of the lake from this big city. And so I might just sort of fold it into that episode whenever we get to it. But I had this, it's just basically like a hot spring town, like, cause it was like, it was a real weird idea of like hey we come out barovia we're all messed up let's just chill at (laughs) a spa i
1: just i just have this image of all three of them in like a big like steam you know those like japanese steam baths things
0: oh and they're all just like
1: and they're all just sitting in the tubs like just like finally like unleashing all the like torture and pain and like (laughs) they're like crying or they're they're like being anxious or like thinking about all the crap we did in varovia <laughs> and they're like all having their moment it's like a, it's like tub. a filler
0: episode in an anime or yeah. something
1: yeah it's like a little clip like a little easter egg clip of them at the end yeah. and they're just in this tub having a moment like the shwarma one in them um, oh in Ma-
0: at the end of, Ma- <laughs> end of avengers. Yeah, at the end of
1: avengers <laughs> <laughs> they're all just sitting having shwarma and the people in the background are cleaning up <laughs>
0: I did kind of cheat a little bit when I was writing my uh, the ep- epilogue for Curse of Strahd because obviously, like, we were both all burned and messed up and everything. And yeah. I kind of cheated a bit because I was like, well, we're going back to my world where there is, like, regular D&D magic and everything. <laughs> so And
1: I can naturally heal. But that was the thing. And- I was
0: like, Osmond's a tiefling. He's got fire resistance. <laughs> so it was like the second he stepped out of her ovary, he started healing properly. But, like, yeah, n- not so lucky for Meg, I think.
1: Um. I think Meg is like properly, like her, she has no hair on one side, like at all. Like, all oh wow. So she's like
0: properly, like. like it's
1: properly. Because she was set on fire so many times. It happened a lot. <laughs> it <laughs> happened nearly every episode. Yeah. They're like literally nearly every episode, people. And probably every episode since because i am cursed as a player i am cursed we need to fire. stop
0: using fireballs it's just <laughs> it's a problem
1: but they're so useful
0: it's true <laughs> um
1: so yeah i kind of imagine her like being really unhappy that uh, yeah he, he's gotten these good looks back
0: it's <laughs> <And laughs> yeah, like the just second like, oh, it's the, oh, it's, it's start healing up and everything she's just there like <laughs>
1: She's what is happening? Like she's that uh, she's horribly scarred yeah. on one side. I think properly because I do remember like tubs burning her on one side. It
0: kept happening, didn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hit
1: by fireball, so I imagine like at least one side of her is completely like all that leathery kind of skin, mm. which is uh, so. Uh, she's I- just gonna be like it'll make people think twice about trying to steal stuff in my pub <laughs> yeah
0: i kind of want to draw like a grizzled sort of like veteran meg sort of character portrait <laughs> but i don't think i'm quite up to the you know the like is, i can I imagine always, it but yeah
1: i always imagined like at the start of curse she was this like human gorgeous like redhead, curly hair rogue stealthy stealthy, stealthy and because she's dyslexic like myself um, got the wrong name, and now is some horrible, horrific burn victim and victim of Barovia. <laughs> <laughs> She's just been tossed back into the world. just like, I'm a shadow of my former self, but I'm going to have a pub, damn it. <laughs> and I'll drink my sorrows and be happy.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the long way around of saying that today we're going to be looking at the, the pub and the town that it's in. Um, which is a town called Shalefast. Um, I, this was kind of arbitrarily... Uh, uh, okay, so I'll give a bit of a background on the town. Um, I did like a... Way before I started the, the podcast, I was playing a and d campaign, which was sort of... Uh, I was DMing it again, uh, and we kind of used a sort of really early version of the world map that I've got. Um... I did mention this in Eden's episode but it's just it was kind of a crudely sort of drawn like it was an outline of a coast with a few towns on it and I, I was kind of like oh all the dwarf ones would be sort of vaguely mining related so Shalefast was the one I came up with for that they did briefly go there in that campaign but like it was like a super just brief sort of stop off in between mm. you know two places so there's really you know loads to build on there but um when I sort of started doing the podcast I was like okay well we'll flesh out I'm happy with the map happy with the setting, you know, we we'll just build it from here. So I kind of thought, you know, we'll keep the towns in and I don't know how I landed on Shale Fasters where Meg had a pub other than just for, you know, the idea that it's, it's a town that we've, I've kind of mentioned before when running the game and it was like, okay, well, it's sort of near to where they are, so maybe we'll drop it there, you know, mm. rather than just dropping it like some random corner of the map and there's no possibility yeah, of it being run into. I, I
1: don't think she would have enjoyed being some back-end Backwater, no town in the middle of nowhere. She probably would have wanted to go to a city. anyway. yeah, well, a bit of
0: a finger on the pulse of sort of that, you know, what's going on. Around, yeah,
1: because it? I remember what from what you said and what I've read so far that the the city is quite bustling as well with like industry.
0: Hmm, it's not. It's not a huge town. It, it's kind of because it, it's a sort of dwarven. It's an outpost, really. Mm. Um, but it it sort of sat on this little sort of main trade road that goes from like the northern like capital of the whole country to like the sort of the the next big city in the south yeah so it's
1: quite a strategic like trade yeah
0: yeah so there's there's a lot of like through traffic going from north to south you know there's there's sort of two main ways of getting from the the you know the the northern coast sort of area because there's a big sort of mountain range in the middle um Mm -hmm. there's either going up up river which is obviously awkward going up river uh, and you know, it's a bit out of the way, or or they can take this trade road through the mountains, and like fast is pretty much on the trade ro- trade road, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's kind of that's kind of where we're at. Um, we, we should probably start with the pub then, if that's that that. Yeah. If that well, then we can sort of build out from there. Now, um, you gave me a name a little while back for the pub. We're we gonna we're gonna stick with that. I take it, are we?
1: Yeah. So, it's it's the fantastic squeeze box, and she's yeah. happy she's gone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I
1: imagine I imagine that she'd probably serenade people at some points during the during the day. Oh yeah, I mean she's
0: got to keep her eye in on you know that squeeze box squeeze box player. Yeah. So quiet moments when it's not too busy.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, she'll just stand at the end of the bar and idly play a little tune, mm. <laughs> <laughs> remembering good band times.
0: Yeah, <laughs> lamenting. The loss of one side of her face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I, I've kind of my my vague idea then of like the kind of general sort of architecture in the town is it's kind of big sort of everything's made of these big sort of chunky, thick uh, granite blocks. Basically, you know, it's no, it's not too you know, there's no sort of Fancy elven nonsense. It's big chunky stone.
1: Yeah, it's, I, I kept the, imagining that the dwarves are sturdy, stout folk. Hmm. They're. I always imagine that they're. It's quite blocky. That their architecture would be like that. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. A lot, a lot of
0: cubes. <laughs> um, it's it's a Minecraft. Give like that <laughs> Yeah. Look at that <laughs> Um I did kind of outline um and this isn't live yet on World Anvil or anything although. We'll we'll sort of I will amend it with anything we come with, up with today. I've kind of outlined a sort of general idea for the tavern. Um I'll, I'll read you what I wrote. Okay. So uh I'll just read what I wrote and this is going to sound really awful. <laughs> uh, the fa- <laughs> Fantastic Squeeze Box is a tavern in the dwarven town of Shalefast, owned and run by Meg, a human ex-adventurer. Uh, by no means the only ta- tavern in Shalefast, the Fantastic Squeeze Box is certainly the only tavern in the primarily dwarven town um, owned and run by a human. Known for its high (in brackets for dwarves) ceilings, uh, it's often frequented by non-dwarf travelers passing through Shalefast, and by those dwarves who want a taste of what it's like to drink in a human bar. Uh, like most buildings in Shellfast, the Traven's constructed from sturdy stone blocks cut directly from the mountain. Uh, outwardly, it looks a lot like most of the other buildings in the town, but inside, it's quickly ev- evident that it's been specifically constructed with taller folks, with a ceiling um, that humans uh, will find, a ceiling height that humans will find a little bit more comfortable. That's pretty much all I've written for it, which is you know, that leaves a lot of room for
1: knowing Meg though. Do you think she would have like a little snug just for like
0: Okay, so dwarves? not too so really not too you know
1: No, because if it's cuz it's a it's a high dwarf um local Yeah, so it's basically I a local imagine dwarf town um, Yeah, so the passenger trade is fine, but if for example like a snowdrift pulls in and it blocks the road or something, she need she'll need like a local income. Hmm. For me, from a business point of view, it would be a bit silly to from Meg's like business point of view it would be a bit silly to exclude quite a bit of her her market for
0: Yeah.
1: For trade. Like, no, let's have everybody, but you have your own little private snug so you don't have to mess with the
0: So maybe the maybe topic. there's like maybe there's like like a front bar and a back bar. So like the back bar has got the taller ceilings, but the front bar is like every other building in the
1: yeah. In, the, in the but, town. Yeah, but they, they could make, there'd be like a door in the middle where they could like mingle as well. Mm. Like if they wanted to like,
0: oh, if yeah, a dwarf no, went to no, like go into the. No one's being excluded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: don't stereotype this <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, Strangest
1: thing happened.
0: Hmm. That, that's. Oh, I just trying to
1: imagine this like bar going around the middle. There's like one end and then the other end or something like that.
0: I don't know. Well, so, so maybe the, the ceiling is on a like a slant. <laughs> so yeah. one end of the bar, the ceiling's like is only like six, seven foot tall, <laughs> yeah. and then the other end of the bar, it just slowly goes up to about ten foot. <laughs> so you know we
1: serve giants here too.
0: <laughs> well, you know you're not excluding anybody that way, you know.
1: <laughs> I suppose we could always have a hatch for
0: a hatch extra tall.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I don't know how many, how tall is. I mean, probably. I was gonna say how tall is that, but it's you know, it's, um, my homebrew world. We can just say. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You probably don't see too many like super tall people, though. I mean, ten foot tall ceiling know. is, I think, basically, and it's like a standard suppose, room, right?
1: I suppose it depends what race as well. Yeah, there's so many races in D&D that you. And I I I don't know how tall things.
0: I, I I usually sort of the way I kind of sort of categorize it in my mind is like humans uh, average about six feet, dwarves top out at about five feet, uh, and halflings top out at about <laughs> four feet, and um, not is it gnomes? Gnomes are like two to three feet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's just, I don't know. It's, it's probably not supported by <laughs> the player's handbooks and things. That's just kind of how I, I like, I take a foot off each time to get like human, dwarf, halfling, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, that's fine.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, I think it would be, it would have like a sec, the bar would definitely have a section for like dwarves to come in. And
0: oh, yeah. Maybe, the, well, two doors, or maybe there's just, <laughs> there's, there's one door which is dwarf size, and, and anyone bigger has to, you know, sort of stoop down to get in.
1: <laughs> actually you know what i think it'd be funnier just to keep like a, have a double door but have it dwarf size and that's the only door
0: oh so yeah it's it dwarf size <laughs> and it's double but like people have to you know if anyone's taller than the dwarf they're gonna have to lean over to get in yeah sort of thing that's quite funny
1: as her that would be it makes homage to her her local mm. like here my door is the same size as yours door and everybody who's taller has to bend in. Look, I even have to bend to get in. <laughs> this is how much I like your time. Hmm. Come, have a uh, have a beer.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So with this in mind, then, I can probably get rid of... I only have one other note on this, um, which we can probably discount now, which was that it was sort of under the sort of history tab. I just sort of half started writing a thing that maybe... This was still in mind. I was still thinking that the ceilings would be higher. I'd written that it was constructed as like an extension to the quarters of the like human emissary. And then when he died, it just sort of sat out unused and eventually got turned into a pub kind of thing. But that is then sort of, you know, going with the fact that it'd be more human scale. But
1: Mm, I'm trying to think what kind of, what other kind of building it could have been
0: like just like a storehouse or something. <laughs> I have got in mind that the buildings are like the surface buildings on on the um in the town are kind of only there's only like one level above ground but then they've all got like two or three stories underneath. But mm-hmm. well, well, two or three at, at least and if it's a tavern, you know, you've got well mm-hmm. depends if this is what you think Meg would go for for, you know, rooms for weary travelers and things like that. So sort of like an underground hotel. <laughs>
1: Welcome, welcome to your grave for this evening. <laughs> <laughs> your tomb, tombs probably better. Yeah, tombs a better word.
0: Yeah. Welcome to the crypt. The tomb levels are down below. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your sleeping quarters are below. What, what, what do you mean below?
0: Like go They're down those down those stairs? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Dwarven town.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I, I imagine I,
1: there'd probably be a couple of rooms underneath. I, yeah, I think probably like an old storeroom or something. Mm. Um, yeah.
0: Because
1: I can imagine it being like a small, not like a, it's not a massive pub. No. But like a quite a homely kind of. It's like you're kind of local, but it's like a. It's large enough for mm. you to have a comfortable kind of drink on a quiet night, but it can get even. Yeah sort of speak
0: well the idea um, i've had with the town in general is that it like for dwarven standards it's only been, it's quite young because it's only been there for a couple of centuries hmm. but maybe i thought maybe the, the buildings that like this one have sort of rotated there you know they've been different things over the time
1: yeah like as the cities grow and they've just changed use yeah. over time yeah yeah that makes sense i so, mean it could have been like a i don't know some storage for like stone or wood or
0: yeah and then then it was used for another thing and then eventually it's become a pub and you know we
1: saw an opportunity
0: yeah yeah (laughs) and like maybe the dwarves look at it as like you know humans live a little bit don't live quite as long as dwarves so they're just looking at it as oh for now this is the pub run by the human and then another (laughs) point it'll be something else and yeah
1: (laughs) i do imagine though she does like brew her own so oh yeah, she's got a, a bit of a homebrew going on. Yeah, definitely. Barovia's best. <laughs> <laughs> best at Barovia, even.
0: Is that, oh, oh, that's, is that what you want to go with for the um, for the name of the the homebrew?
1: <laughs> no, we'll, we'll just go for Barovia's best.
0: Barovia's Mint. best, okay. Yeah. That's quite good. Can I have some a baby,
1: please? Can I have a BB?
0: <laughs> Pint of BB. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Don't put a straw a, in
0: it. Yeah.
1: There's a, a Kill, Bill, Kill Bill, reference for you, baby. <laughs> okay.
0: Wow, I need um, to rewatch that again. It's been a while. <laughs> I got the reference, but you know, I just hey. yeah. <laughs> Man. Oh. Um. Okay, so we're thinking a big. So the fantastic squeeze box has got a big bar in the centre with a sloping ceiling. <laughs> yeah um has it got well obviously meg was in the band and that briefly has she got like room for entertainers and things in there or
1: she's got a small space but it can be like um i imagine it's kind of like you know those like irish pubs where they have um like a local uh like folk band come in and they're literally like crammed around the yeah, table yeah it's just like
0: a little stage yeah in the it's kind
1: of yeah i'd imagine it'd be kind of like that but it's also used as like seating area and stuff hmm. but if there's like a if like someone's came up and going oh can i pay for this for the space for like something she'll be like What do you need it for? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. she's like, no, 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 You don't get the space before I know what you're using it for. So,
0: (laughs) like, no. Yeah. So I'm thinking. Okay. So I, I think I can picture that quite clearly. Like, um, it's basically like the size of like two. Like you could just like if you if you're putting like a modern band on, you could fit a drum kit. And <laughs> yeah, like everybody would be cool. stood awkwardly in front of the drum kit, like right yeah. up against it, and that's about the size of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> I've played in places like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. That's interesting. So, so overall, then it's not a very big place. It's it could be quite claustrophobic unless you were a dwarf, which most of the clientele probably are. Mm. And okay. And there's a couple of there's a few rooms down below, but that's definitely not the not the focus really
1: no okay. um i mean she'll take paying guests but she's kind of like a bit she i imagine like meg likes to know what kind of people live under her house kind of thing oh, she's yeah, like yeah. she's like i've been through so much crap dude i don't
0: <laughs> no time for I halfling also, wizards
1: i've no time for crazy people in my house <laughs> yeah. and where i live and work
0: yeah so it's, no. a, it, maybe it's she, if she knows them she'll rent them the rooms out but she's refusing yeah. withholding the the right to refuse service
1: <laughs> oh my god I bet you she's got like some permanent um, lodger like <laughs> Varrick in Dragon Age that like, just like permanently rents out a room and yeah. lives like in her bar and she's just like yeah that's Sandy
0: he's Says the, he's he's the, he's the live in bard kind of thing <laughs>
1: He thinks he's a poet. <laughs> His poems are shit.
0: Oh, so oh, let's come up with Sand. What's Sandy's deal?
1: Meg hates him. She he, she really hates him. She thinks he's a pathetic loser because he is, is, is a dwarf. I take loser. it. Yeah, he's a dwarf. Okay. he's a dwarf who wants to be a poet.
0: Maybe he then comes from more. Yeah, but maybe he comes from like a super wealthy dwarf family, so he always pays on time.
1: Oh God! Now I have images of them like being friends with frankie and meg hates frankie as
0: well <laughs> well hold on that's whether frankie survives plummet
1: <laughs> yeah that is whether well maybe frankie's already been through here we don't know
0: maybe well, maybe plummet's set after this <laughs> this is where so we can play with the timelines so nobody's character's dead yet
1: that's true, Very true.
0: one character wasn't turned into a giraffe yet for one episode <laughs>
1: oh i could think i was rick and morty during that episode oh
0: yeah it got a bit weird didn't it
1: yeah (laughs) it's so weird
0: yeah so sandy's got the one room but he always pays on time so that's why she she can't she gets annoyed by his poetry and like yeah because he pays for
1: spaces he pays for spaces and she like begrudgingly lets him have a space to read his horrific poetry (laughs) and then has to like stitch him up afterwards read his slash fiction
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe okay so maybe the reason she doesn't kick him out is because he pays more than her asking rate
1: probably yeah
0: so and she just... has
1: got some like secret um like link to the under like the the dwarven underground okay and she has to like look after him oh that's what he could be he could be like the underground boss's Son.
0: Yeah, he's like the third. And Meg son of... has to
1: baby. Yeah, <laughs> and Meg has to babysit him. Meg's been paid to babysit him, and that's why she can afford to buy the squeeze ball. That's why. So
0: happened. yeah, she she's being she's been paid off by the mob.
1: Yeah, oh, this just took a turn. <laughs> yeah, but that's all she does. That's all she does for the mob is like look after.
0: Oh, she just to look after this guy.
1: Yeah, because if she if she's... she does have a problem, she could just like say, "There's this." Dude around the pub because this is where Sandy lives. It's hmm. so, like you don't want, and Meg can be like, There's this dodgy dude in the pub that I can't seem to get rid of, or there's this guy that's looking a bit shifty, or these group that are looking a bit shifty. When if they're like annoying her or like Sandy, or like, like being a twat, <laughs> um, she could just be like, Can you come and deal with these people? And like, within like, I don't know, something
0: they're, they're very efficient, hour or something like.
1: Yeah, they'll like be swiftly escorted out by <laughs> strangers,
0: and they they never seen again. Weirdly,
1: well, Marvin, well, no, it depends. It depends. Meg, Meg doesn't. Meg doesn't really. She doesn't ask. It's only. It's only if she's like suspicious of like if they've got ill intentions. Okay, so
0: is it, she's not just like using the mob no, as no. bouncers, <laughs> just like anybody no, no, who's, no, no, no. who's no, no. in a ruckus kids. Gets, I, gets I can whacked. imagine
1: <laughs> she's not gonna like. Systematically whack people for the sake of them. <laughs> she, she's not; she's not gonna get them whacked at all. No, that's just cruel. Only the people that deserve it and threaten her business or threaten her livelihood. Yeah, okay. Like actually, like maybe, like actually, like blow up part of her bar. Then she's gonna. Like, oh yeah,
0: it's gonna be like a out serious. For blood. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it's got to be something like serious. Like if they break furniture, then it's like, can you like just give them a soft? warning she'll she'll make the point of like being like you can give them a soft warning or a hard warning
0: <laughs> soft warning is only losing a couple of teeth <clears throat>
1: soft warning soft warning is maybe like waking up alive but naked in the middle of nowhere
0: yeah they they chuck him in the river
1: <laughs> yeah bound
0: that's <laughs> and, and that's the soft warning <laughs> Is there, there's only a 50-50 chance of drowning? He's,
1: only a 50-50 He's given a chance. I like
0: those odds. Um, <laughs> well, now, okay, I so think now, we, yeah, horrible. I feel like that's the horrible. the dwarven mob has got to become a thing now. That's that's got to, that's its whole other thing. But I like the idea of Sandy as like maybe he's got like no interest in doing mob stuff. Like he is. Sandy is like fully just about the poetry. Just, yeah, just I do ima- imagine fiction. like
1: he's like. Um I don't know why, but the the there's a character in Monty Python and the the grail and he's like the the Lord's son. Oh yeah, I know exactly that. And he's yeah, like yeah, his yeah. father's like <laughs> forcing him to get married and he's like, Look out there, out all of this will be yours.
0: He starts <laughs> singing, he's like, No, 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 stop singing, stop none of that <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's like huge disappointment in his father. Yeah. But because he's his son, he has to like look after him.
0: He's but like, he's, yeah, he doesn't want him in the you house anymore. My so he, blood. yeah, he, he's paid to have him put up in what he's saying is a luxurious room, but is really just like he's paid Meg, the the fathers paid Meg like over the odds to you know just he's, deal with him.
1: <laughs> he's like the um, brainless Tyrion Lannister to Tywin Lannister. He really he has not a brain.
0: I was going to say he's like the the he's like the stupidest Weasley, but they <laughs> That's not really how any of them are written in the books, is it? I no. mean which is the one that like joins the ministry and then is kind of a dick? Percy.
1: That's Percy.
0: Yeah, but he's not like an idiot though.
1: No. He's like all the one for the rule Yeah. I'm a head boy. Who gives a crap?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um the Yeah, I imagine they're kinda like, like a big smuggling like they make most of their money from smuggling things. Hmm. Because I'd imagine that there's an awful lot of like stuff coming out of like the mines that could.
0: Plus, they're on the trade through. road as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. So they can get a hold of a lot of things.
0: I've been replaying Dragon Age in- Dragon Age Inquisition recently. Um, yes, I noticed. Yeah, uh, are you thinking that they're the dwarven mob are kind of like the Carter in that? So they're like I, look, I wouldn't they're say a bit the more Carter, sinister though, aren't they?
1: Yeah, the Carter. Were, I would say more. They're like more kind of you know kirkwall and the coterie yeah yeah they're more kind of like that because that's more of like a trading because they're, they're more I'd on imagine, the smuggling
0: end of things than like yeah just general because you've stuff. got
1: guilds and factions section you could have like <laughs> me. got the dwarven trade guild which is like the, the legal side but then you could have like different mafias or like cartas or guilds
0: maybe maybe the dwarven, fighting for
1: the underground maybe the well. dwarven
0: trade guild is kind of like the legitimate sort of side of things yeah, when it yeah, comes to that legal, but they've legal, got like, like it's made up of families and like at least the like the high council or yeah. whatever is made up of families yeah. and some of them are just they do they've got a bit of side business maybe that's
1: yeah or they know. can be bribed
0: by mm. different uh, that, like, and that's how yeah that's how they get away with operating like they have in in shale fast is because technically the, the head of the family's you know a legitimate mm. businessman in the Dwarven I'd trade imagine, Guild. I'd
1: imagine it'd be it wouldn't be totally corrupt, though. Like no. there would be like a, kind of a healthy balance, but you could have like times where they've there's just, infighting.
0: Yeah, they've just got strong thoughts about not paying tax. Sometimes
1: <laughs> nobody likes to pay tax, <laughs> <laughs> we all have to pay tax. Yeah,
0: no, but, I mean, the strength of these thoughts is so much that they're you know a little bit. little bit (laughs) mafia-y.
1: yeah well it's it's kind of mafia but but like more like yeah thieves and smuggler guild Mm. or like different like small factions trying to like carve a bigger foothold over like the trade of certain goods or something yeah because you could have a lot of like that intertwine like different factions at some point if they're like visiting the city they could get involved with one of the guilds maybe
0: i have been kind to of fight for- yeah i've been kind of thinking about that with the um the, with the town itself we, we're now, well now we've kind of got an outline for the pub so that's sort of mm-hmm. good should we should we sort of look a bit more into what the town's like in general then yeah so i i'm trying to remember exactly because i've 100 percent lost my notes from <laughs> when I was running that old campaign. Or oh, it's in some notebook buried somewhere upstairs. <coughs> which, you know, I can't be asked to go here now. But um I vaguely remember that there was a like the main thing that the, the, the people went to there was like there's a big mine kind of like big entrance into the side of the mountain. And then there's these sort of, there's a load of industry goes on inside the mountain. There's like smokestacks sticking out of the side of the mm. mountain and stuff. But they they never went in there. All they did was go to the pub, stop off, and then briefly try to sell some, This well, this is what happened. Um, they interrupted some orcs who were stealing from a dwarven trade caravan a little bit up the road. And instead of delivering the goods back to the rightful owner, they decided to try and sell them back to the rightful owner, which didn't go oh. particularly well, because they're dwarves and they know they, they know their own stuff when they see they it. They know their shit. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they briefly went in the dwarven trade hall, and that's and then they had to do a runner essentially.
1: <laughs> yeah, because they would have been clapped in
0: irons yeah, by the dwarves yeah. for illegal selling of stolen goods. Yeah. Which was uh, this is completely unrelated to the world building side of things, really. But <laughs> they neatly, with that uh, plan, managed to sidestep the two separate plot hooks that I had written. Both of them. Um, the first one was that they were meant to follow the orcs back to like their like home village, and there was going to be some like bigger plot relevant stuff happening there. They just didn't do that and then they were meant to, and then when they didn't, I was like, okay, so they'll take the stuff back to the dwarves and they can make some new friends with the dwarves, which they then didn't, so. (laughs) It just, it didn't go well, basically, is what I'm saying.
1: uh, They didn't really have a really good relationship with dwarves to start with, so I didn't think they were going to end
0: it. Well, one of of the party members was a dwarf as well, which was kind of, I thought, you know. Oh, you think that,
1: like... I think that like softened the experience a bit but no
0: i, I that said though i think this was the one time because uh th- that player was not huge on like the sort of more role play type social interaction i was trying to get you know get all of them to kind of come out of their shells a little bit mm. um and i think her being a dwarf did play into like i think she did have her character get off with someone in the pub it just like another dwarf and obviously it wasn't meg's pub at that point it was just a nondescript like we're going to the pub <laughs> um i didn't get that far into details but that was that was a weird i don't remember why we did that but um <laughs>
1: i do i do imagine that there's like little booths as well like
0: little, oh, booth little. seating in the um yeah in the pub okay yeah <laughs> maybe we'll do like a, i'll draw like a um like a i could do it like a map couldn't i like a de- like a battle map yeah thing. that'd be fun yeah, I'm gonna put that up with this episode. I say that now, I will forget. But
1: I, if yeah. if if not, I can sketch something out and send it to you.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's your homework.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yay, I have homework.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a long again another long way of saying that the only other detail I kind of had sort of pre-written for the the town, other than like a big mine complex, uh, is this sort of big trade hall type thing, and I kind of mm. had. I, I kind of had it vaguely in mind that it's sort of a lot of the, a lot of the dwarves who uh, are sort of mining down below, and that the families themselves, you know, the the sort of trading families are fairly, much, you know, kind of independent entities. So the trade hall, there's a lot of people like, not not like I'm not thinking of it like a, it's a little bit like a Wow auction house, but more in a case of they're all kind of pitching. Like, We've got this best quality, you know, best best quality iron ore here. We've got this many lots for sale, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, like a proper, like, open market sort of like with like the stalls shouting their prices and yeah, here yeah. calling, calling out for trade and things like that. Yeah, I imagine that. Um, would you have it is it in, inside the hall or is there like is there an outside like mark like cobbled um, area for like maybe animals and things? Because I imagine if they're like because it's a trade thing that animals would probably come through as well so you yeah. probably
0: have
1: a section like that too
0: i'm thinking it's got kind of a bit of a sort of off road sort of stables sort of area mm. um but it being dwarves it's kind of a that the most of the trade hall is like a hall So yeah. there's like a really big sort of one one story building if that makes sense yeah um no, was- because you know why why be outside when you can be inside
1: i suppose because i always sometimes think that if you're in the if like miners and kind of things they want they spend so long in the dark that coming mm. outside be like oh there isn't outside yeah i just have this idea of like there's like as, i'd imagine they'd have a festival
0: a festival Being,
1: yeah like yeah. they'd have like an square or something like that
0: because that yeah. could
1: double as like your your farmer's market
0: I think that that maybe that's a separate thing maybe there is like a there's this the square of (laughs) the square of celebration um (laughs) but like no like business is business and should be conducted behind closed doors maybe that's kind of Uh... like the philosophy sort of thing like they're like we mine this underground so we'll sell it inside yeah oh yeah that that works but this is it is just like a a buying and selling place but the actual there's a lot of like warehouses and storehouses a lot of the buildings in town are maybe them and each sort of each you know trading family has got their own this is the i don't know i've written what have i got uh, i have written a name uh what is it the the mine com- okay this is what i've written on the the shellfast uh, world anvil page just as the end the mine complex is owned and operated by, by the dwarven trade guild which we haven't really yeah you know, we've sort of started fleshing out a little bit mm-hmm. um but the town's mayor is high master thivus Blackshield. so maybe he's the leader of the local guild chapter so maybe maybe the guild he's just sort of like the council leader for the town yeah, for the, like guild.
1: The, the chair like the chairman of like like his kind of like voted in kind of
0: yeah yeah chair he holds
1: like the deciding vote basically if there's like a stalemate or something
0: yeah so he's called the mayor but he's not he's not so much a mayor so much as like the you know the deciding Electrical vote like you say official. yeah yeah <laughs> So, but but maybe... they're
1: elected within the dwarven thing, I
0: would imagine. Hmm. So, but maybe the like the he's so he's Thibas Blackshield, so maybe there's the Blackshield warehouses. So his family's sort of complex has got their own section, and I don't know. I've come up with, oh no, i come up with a bunch of names. <laughs> <laughs> that's not for today. We're not doing that today. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I like that idea. So, I mean, other than okay, so we we got we've got three sort of points of interest there we've got Meg's Pub, we've got the Trade Hall and then there's the Square of Celebration <laughs> <laughs> we can come up with a better name for that what should, what should we call that? The...
1: I don't know um, you could probably have it named after some like the founder of the city
0: hmm oh wait now what's the Dwarven God, is it Moradin? or am I thinking, is that Wow again?
1: that's oh, Wow isn't I've... it
0: I'm going to have to google it my Dungeon Master guy's next door um dwarf god oh it is moradin yeah yeah okay pull that out of nowhere um so maybe it's like moradin square or something yeah or uh squares i mean it is a square but maybe something a little bit grander sounding oh
1: you could call it the foundry because that's where they it's, it's the founding of the city and they have like and mine
0: yeah. and it's kind of right in front of the <clears throat> the, the big entrance sort of to the mountain yeah. sort of thing
1: yeah you could have like the mountain in the background and directly like in like like the pyramids of egypt and they've got like their um causeways yeah
0: exactly like and
1: then like at the end of the causeway is kind of or like the street or whatever is the Mm. like i don't know the statue of Moradin or yeah
0: moradin's foundry or something yeah and then so maybe there's like a giant so there's yeah and then this is also that so maybe like facing the entrance of the mountain is the, the temple to moradin Yeah, in the the square is then in between the temple and the mountain.
1: Yeah, because everybody loves their symbol.
0: Yeah, and in the center of (laughs) in the center of the square is the um, uh, is like a a big anvil or something.
1: Yeah, like an anvil in water or something like that. You have to make it like like a fountain. (laughs) Yeah, like a fountain, like a fountain, an anvil in water, and it's a fountain. Yeah, so you have to make it pretty as
0: well. Oh yeah, yeah. Dwarf, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know that people say they're not interested in aesthetics, but yeah. yeah, yeah, it's more of an engineering marvel than like a like a aesthetically pleasing. It's, pre- it's yeah. pretty, but you got to, you know, it's prettier if you can um, if you can appreciate the engineering that's gone into it.
1: Yeah, people mistake it for being magical, <laughs> yeah. but it's actually like
0: yeah, that's more of an elf thing. System th- yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> through pressure,
0: <laughs> like the sump pump on this anvil is out of this world <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like that so okay and i know all of it's it's kind of like a good central meeting place so like all the workers in the mount in the in the mine the ones that yeah. don't spend all their time there are always passing through moradin's foundry as they're leaving or entering the mountain and going about their business in the town i quite like that it's quite symbolic
1: yeah because you could have like you were saying about your um Warehouse sections, like you could have like a whole section laid out for just warehouses, like the dock. Mm. Like I, I, don't know, I was going to say docks, but I was like, no, there's no docks here. Yeah, we're kind of we're <laughs> kind
0: of up in the mountains.
1: Yeah, um, so like they, they could be like near the outskirts of like the city, but mm. they have like direct routes to, and you could have like your different warehouses with like your different family.
0: So maybe sections. I, I, if I'm thinking of the um, the the square is a square obviously mm-hmm. um I'm trying to write what talking this talking about so you got the mountain on one mountain on one side facing it is the temple maybe like on one of the other sides is the trade hall uh not there's you know there's roads coming off of it at like diagonal angles or something yeah um and then a lot of side streets and things cuz you know side streets what's on the other side cuz i feel like that's Ask we can go we can go with a four-sided symbolic thing here of like the mine, the temple, the trade hall. What's the fourth thing? The brewery. You,
1: you said the brewery. <laughs> you could have. You've got defenses listed here.
0: Mm. You could
1: have like maybe like the the first fort.
0: Uh. what well, as maybe like a sort of citadel type thing.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. maybe like um. Uh, like your your guard like a guard um base like your your police headquarters yeah, kind of thing
0: the armory or something
1: yeah well maybe not so much the armory because i don't i think that would probably be somewhere else or a bit mm. more heavily guarded but
0: oh well yeah okay well if there's I, don't, I can't remember what i wrote now the defenses yeah so there's maybe there's curtain wall so maybe there are small armories sort of around in the guard towers or, or something around the wall and like the main the main citadel is kind of maybe i don't know i didn't in mind have like a big kind of castle type deal in mind yeah um, yeah that's that's sort I was of not... like,
1: a, like a small fort kind of thing like a yeah yeah because um it's not it's strategically placed but it's not a place that's gonna sort of, like
0: Maybe, maybe like a they're gonna
1: get overrun very easily. Yeah,
0: maybe like the Hall of Judgment or something. So it's kind of like a combination sort of like barracks and like police and sort of jail.
1: Yeah, that works
0: kind of thing. I don't know if, yeah, I'm not, I don't know if that's a hundred percent, but like a kind of like okay, so you've got like the four pillars are like the mine, the trade the temple, and the just.
1: hmm
0: You know, just so sort of justice, faith, trade, hitting stuff with axes. It's the four pillars nature. of... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the four nature. pillars of dwarven civilization. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think there's something to that. I'm quite happy or with that. Or you could
1: have, you could have, like, the, you could maybe have it as the forges.
0: Oh, that's good. The actual... Really yeah. for- so, so, like, have- the opposites you've got, you've got the... The mountain opposite the, the the temple and the trade hall opposite the forges.
1: Yeah, that works better because you've got the opposite playing off each other.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I like that actually. Awesome. And maybe there's tunnel. Yeah, obviously running a bunch of carts full of rocks yeah. through the 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 square is probably frowned upon. So maybe there's like <laughs> there's actually tunnels underneath the square, but the the square itself is quite a, is more of a symbolic sort of, you know, everybody goes through it, but like, but you wouldn't drive a truck. Through (laughs) through Trafalgar Square, kind of thing. You
1: know, you know what it reminds me of. It kind of reminds me of like you know, where in Bruges, where you have all the you have the big bell at one end, and then you
0: have
1: oh, oh, it's in the film as well in Bruges.
0: I haven't seen the film.
1: Oh, it's a good movie.
0: I I think my brother said about it years ago, and I was just like, yeah, I'll get around to it.
1: It's very (laughs) funny. But basically, what it is is like you have a square. You have a ch- the church at one end, and mm-hmm. then all around the outside are bars and restaurants and kind of things. Like yeah, that. but there's no traffic that goes through the square. At it's all. like a
0: fully pedestrianised sort of.
1: Yeah, it's fully pedestrianised. I think you can't. There are like on the outskirts for traffic for people, tourists and things, but very very light traffic.
0: Yeah, I like that thought then. Yeah, because you wouldn't be. Yeah, the, the, so the um the square itself is quite central and like you can only walk through it yeah um because maybe like (laughs) moradin what helps dwarves who help themselves i.e., on their own two feet or something yeah so it's like i don't know i just pulled that out of nowhere but you know what (laughs) i mean like so it's kind of frowned upon to you know so getting to the trade hall with a cart you have to go in the back entrance
1: yeah because i imagine if they're doing like a festival or like massive like I don't know some religious ceremony. It would be in that square because mm. it's directly centered to the mountain and the temple.
0: Yeah, and yeah. the
1: forge, and the, so it's quite central. To, it kind of ties in with like religion and mm. symbolism and all that.
0: Yeah, quite good. I like it. I like that as quite a central thing as of, as of the a sort of central sort of meeting hub of the town, mm. and, and maybe makes pubs a bit further out from that.
1: Yeah, I'd imagine it's like not far from it but it's like not like fully on the outskirts
0: but it's yeah it's a
1: quiet side street somewhere
0: yeah because it's you know a pub's a pub and there's you know dwarves like a pub but it this is still this is the one run by the human so it's not
1: would you would you have like pubs and restaurants? like well maybe not restaurants but like taverns and like yeah um, i think shops
0: or yeah I, i think the dwarves are they're not like humorless if you know what i mean yeah um maybe some of the priests and like the, the, the there's the most of the dwarves are going to be fairly they're, they're not I'm trying to think of the way to word this <laughs> um
1: they don't have much leisure time
0: no they, they they in my head I kind of think of them as like yeah they're hard workers they like they like their jobs mining and that but when they're not you know when when they finish work they're not. Um, they're not averse to going and having a good, good drink, mm. you know. Um, in fact, it would be you know it'd be rude not to sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know. Oh God. You know the other thing I forgot we've forgotten um, entertainment.
0: Hmm. Well, that was kind of why I said about the stage in um, in Meg's pub. I kind of assumed <laughs> that. Yeah. It all, I kind of assumed that. Sort of in general. Yeah, the taverns are going to have. Space for bards and things, and are you thinking more of like a sort of b- theatre? I'm not just something? thinking
1: bar, I'm well, not so much theatre, but I was more thinking of like, um, I'd imagine that this place would probably have a whorehouse at least. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, yeah <laughs> at least <probably>. one. <laughs> Everyone has got at one, at least one.
1: <laughs> However, I don't know where to like, put it because we don't mm. really want it near the
0: um maybe it's sort of more on the outskirts like that like so the city is more kind of like it it's 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 kind of expanded over the years i think it's as they near do. the forges yeah yeah it's near the near forge, forge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe maybe That's... there is like a bit closer to the trade road is where the more kind of stuff for like it's kind of seen like as here, here we're, you know closer to the trade road we cater towards the other people who aren't dwarves as well but we also <laughs> it's a little bit more kind of liberal about you know just you know bit more kind of seedier stuff goes yeah, on in that the, quarter of the, the town
1: the code the code word is do you need your forge lit <laughs>
0: <laughs> just coming in they, to... po-
1: they just point in the right direction <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm here to get my hammer serviced <laughs> uh <laughs> really earning that yeah. explicit rating on itunes um <laughs> i hadn't even thought of that though that is quite yeah i mean yeah sure why not
1: <laughs> at, le- at least one they're oh, gonna yeah, have yeah. at least one i
0: don't think we maybe need to go into as much detail about no, it as we, we uh, could just mention yeah, it yeah i that's think it. yeah that's all okay well pitch pitch me a name for it then <laughs> the hammer and toms. i don't know <laughs> That's the phrase, right? Going at it hammer and tongs.
1: <laughs> uh, that's actually a really good name, actually. Yeah, we'll go with that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm. <laughs> i'm pretty That's happy all you need to
1: mention about
0: yeah. it yeah okay oh, he, oh like where's where's uh what's the dwarf name where's argus tonight oh he's gone down the hammer and tongs Ooh. it's been a while it's that time again it's payday.
1: it's friday
0: i don't remember that verse in that rebecca black song but... okay uh i'm i'm pretty happy with the stuff we've come up for this what, what do you cool. think it's been fun yeah it's so much fun uh well okay so well that that's I, i'm fairly happy with that for shellfast so the other thing we do on these world building episodes is uh i want you to what we did with eden he pitched me the um the he called them they were called the members of the the, <laughs> the members of the staff are, are, were a cult that um worshipped a uh, a magical staff, and uh, they all died. But the members of staff, of the members of the staff, are still keeping their keep working. <laughs> so that was yeah, Eden's... They're
1: basically just still do Nobody's told them that they're all dead, and yeah, they're still yeah. doing
0: their jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Eden's contribution. So I want you to pitch me something new. Um, I did oh, give you a bit I... of forewarning about this, but could be could be bit something big. Could be something small. Could be like a random See, person.
1: I had a, a kind of mixed idea of like a legend. Linked with a town, okay, and it was the legend of Ronald McDonald, the famous jester clown, <laughs> who who grew up in a village where all comedy was banned uh, because of its unfortunate name. But I can't think of a name that was like comedy esque.
0: Like it, 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 the town's got a funny name, so the, yeah. But they they've been made fun of because of it.
1: Yes. So, yes, nobody like there all likes the comedy. Yeah, so all comedy was banned.
0: So, it's kind of um, like McDonald's meets Footloose meets uh, whatever funny name we can come up with.
1: Because <laughs> I, I, like I did think.
0: like a humorless town. I had,
1: yeah, I had the whole idea that um, you would go to this town and it would be like someone would crack a joke and the entire room would just like
0: look directly con- completely at stone-faced but like
1: stone-faced and then like our, the bartender or something would be like we don't do jokes here <laughs> it's our town <laughs> nobody makes fun of us here
0: get out yeah <laughs> <laughs> you've been warned
1: and they're like the whole time if they try and crack a joke it's like a almost like mannequin-esque like twitch of a turn of a the head,
0: <laughs> They've and all, they been
1: all just like in like, yeah. So poor Ronald McDonald. Um,
0: he was a funny he guy.
1: <laughs> he was a he was a, he made amazingly funny, funny guy.
0: <laughs> the town's only stand-up.
1: Oh yeah, that like I had this whole idea that um, like they would try and like use like sarcasm, and they were just like, is that sarcasm? <laughs>
0: So like, even like mild, yeah, mildly humor, yeah, yeah, anything mildly humorous they're not happy so, with.
1: Ronald McDonald was fortunate enough to meet uh, a trader that came to the village who quickly left. Hmm. <laughs> because that's well, not a very the, funny
0: place to be in, is it? No,
1: no. And fortunately that trader had brought his son along and Ronald found joy and the love of comedy and making people laugh. Hmm. He heard the guy. The, he heard the other child laugh, and it was like, "What's that sound?" And forever that he was ever changed, he wanted to make some people laugh. But because his village was like, "No, yeah. we're not doing
0: comedy. That's we don't do that round here."
1: He left <laughs> and became a famous jester that toured different. Uh, capital cities around
0: i like it i like it a lot <laughs> what do you want to call the town i don't like the, I don't... the name itself do you think should be like a like
1: it should be a really stupid name like there's a village called twat <laughs> um seriously there's two villages in britain called twat
0: yeah there's
1: one in, and there's one in england somewhere
0: maybe I, um... it's called the, the village is like the village of Uh, like knob gag or something
1: maybe it's just called
0: fart (laughs) so every (laughs) maybe that's what it's called (laughs) just no it's it's great it's like
1: oh that could be what because everybody
0: finds farts funny
1: that could be the hook because that could be the thing that the kid's like oh what's this town called and Ronald's like
0: Fart. Oh, it's
1: called Fart, and the kid laughs, he's like what is that? It's like, oh, it's so funny. What's <laughs> funny? And that could h- spark the whole conversation.
0: I like it, I like it. <laughs> I think this vi- okay, so I, I like it a lot and I, I think that's really good. Where do you think this village should be? Do you think it should be fairly remote? Because um, they don't like people coming through making jokes? Or...
1: <laughs> Um, you could probably have it off like. Um,
0: we got the map like here. A, um, yeah,
1: maybe like a B road.
0: Yeah. Um, like
1: oh god, it could be next whole, to Poch. Yeah, the whole
0: kind of left hand side is still kind of there's no names or anything because I haven't done anything to do with Kingdom of Ashala. Poch is there. Poch is the setting for the <laughs> whenever I get round to finishing it musical episode. <laughs> <laughs> And
1: I've just given you a village called Fart yeah maybe uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> oh please don't edit the site no I'm not going to edit spray. that was great
0: um, maybe uh, you see there's that little dot there if you go down the road from Porch, um, sort of just to the uh, east of Clearvane oh yeah maybe that's maybe that's Fart <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Do you yes. think it's got one we, road
1: going in, yeah. and another road going out?
0: <laughs> are we spelling yep. it, uh, spelling it like it is, or are we adding an extra T or an extra A? Maybe. You, why but, don't
1: Why don't we spell it PHART? Oh, yeah,
0: that's great. <laughs> because it
1: sounds like it is. Because it's phonetic sound as well. Yeah,
0: but we can write it out without looking dirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to update the map. Well, I have to update the Photoshop file and then re-upload it, but I love it. (laughs) Oh, that's brilliant. Cool. Well, thanks so much for joining me today for this. Oh, it's been so much fun. It's been fun. Um, (laughs) All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week, which is, uh, that's going to be Thursday, the 28th of February, with the fourth part of our uh, Call of Cthulhu storyline. Uh, Amy's going to be on that as well as Madam Sway. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back in two weeks' time on, I think that's the 7th? I think it could be the 7th. Yeah, 7th of March with another bonus episode. Uh, we don't know what it's going to be yet. It might be another world-building episode. It might be an interview. Um... Keeping it keeping it super casual with those. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, you can co- get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we're at Pretend with Dice. Uh, oh, and do you want to give out your Twitter? Um,
1: uh, yeah, it's am underscore or Meg the Picked.
0: Yeah, um, I really
1: should start using Meg as my actual <laughs> name on these because that is technically my nickname. <laughs> but um, I should really start using it.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's, your, it's your brand name
1: yeah it is my brand name because <laughs> meg is my is my first character and yeah i'm picked So
0: <laughs> yeah um but yeah you can also email us at pretendingwithdice at com, and if you're an itunes user uh yeah it'd be really great if you could leave us a rating and review um it all helps us to find new listeners and uh, it'd be really cool to just hear what you all think of the podcast and how we're doing and What you think of these bonus episodes and what you think of my annoying voice and stuff. So, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, for now, that's the show. Uh, We'll see you all later.
1: Bye, guys.